This is McKinsey Recruiting, a podcast created to help you learn more about McKinsey and company. My name is Philip, and I am here to answer all your questions about McKinsey Recruiting and introduce you to some of our McKinsey personalities. In this episode, we will talk about frequently asked questions on recruiting at McKinsey. Our guest today is Marie. She started her career in Germany as a consultant and then later transitioned into a global recruiting role. Now she is one of the firm's global recruiting leaders. Marie will tell us what entry-level opportunities are available at McKinsey and how the entire recruiting process works from submitting the application to preparing for interviews. She invites us to learn more about how McKinsey handles diversity and fairness in the application process and shares her personal application tips. Are you ready? Then let's start our podcast, McKinsey Recruiting. Hi, Marie. Thanks for inviting me to the Amsterdam office and a warm welcome to the McKinsey Recruiting Podcast. We have had the pleasure of working together for a number of years now, and I'm really looking forward uh, to interviewing you today. Hi, Philip. It's so great to have you here. Marie, you studied business administration in Passau and Berlin and earned your MBA at INSEAD. Currently, you are one of the firm's global recruiting leaders, and I know that you're incredibly passionate about diversity. Why do you enjoy people topics? That's a great question. I actually, um, I never thought I would end up in recruiting and I discovered my passion for people topics while working at McKinsey and why I love especially recruiting so much is that on the one hand, it allows me to shape a little bit what the firm of the future will look like. And on the mm -hmm. other hand, it just gives me so much energy to talk to our candidates and help them make decisions on their career journey. And that's just hugely energizing. And then diversity in particular, just making our firm the best possible diverse place it can be. I know that you are German, but you live in Amsterdam with your husband and children. You cycle to the office. Um, you even did that today, which I've heard is a very Dutch thing to do and always eat the healthy lunch option at the office terrace <laughs> with a view over the canal. I always take the unhealthy option, by the way. Um, what else do you do to maintain a healthy lifestyle? Because I've heard something of you going completely offline on an island every year. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed. Well, I'm I'm German indeed. My husband is Dutch, so it's very important to me that my children also get some part of their German heritage with them. And so we go to a small island in Germany called Joost, where you don't have oh. any <laughs> any cars and just horses and we just always have a great summer. And then I really also disconnect completely. I switch off my, my emails, my phone and I'm I'm just there for my family and it's always a great way to recharge. And it really works going offline. Oh, totally. No problem at all. I do that for every holiday. I always switch off my phone. And if anybody needs me urgently, they can find me. But uh, <laughs> I don't read my emails or don't answer emails. And people know that by now. Um, you, you already said you're a mother of three, two, tw twin girls and a boy. And when people talk about you, they <laughs> always stress that you have an endless supply of energy <laughs> and that you always find a way to realize something that's in your head. So does this can-do attitude and winning personality help you in your day-to-day -day job convincing candidates to join McKinsey? Uh, well, I hope so. <laughs> Unfortunately, it doesn't always work with my children. <laughs> they, have, they have a mind of their own and I wish uh, sometimes my logic would help uh, work on them, but it doesn't. But for candidates, sometimes I, I hope it works. But I do really strongly believe McKinsey is just a, such a great uh, option for anybody who's looking 
um, for a career. On the one hand, we do help our clients solve their most difficult problems mm -hmm. and their most difficult questions. And that's really just an exciting um, thing to do. And on the other hand, I don't think there's hardly any other place where you will learn so much with so much speed if you want to than at McKinsey. That actually is also why I have stayed here all these years. I joined actually in November 2003. So my um, work anniversary uh, is coming up soon. And Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. But uh, I think that's also one of the reasons why I've stayed so long, because mm -hmm. it just doesn't get boring. You keep learning, you keep growing, no matter where you are, no matter what role you have, no matter how senior you are, it just never stops. Oh, uh, we've already said that you have twin um, uh, twin girls. Do you ever have trouble telling your twins apart? Are they identical? No, no, they're very different. Okay. No, no, <laughs> they're seven and one is already 15 centimeters taller than the okay. other. So it's quite easy. <laughs> um, we've already talked about diversity and diversity inclusion and inclusion are topics close to your heart. Where does this passion for diversity come from? And what does diversity, you've already said, set that look like at McKinsey? Well, I already thought about diversity in my master thesis at university when I wrote about um, uh, women in banking, in leading positions in banks mm -hmm. in, in Germany. And then at McKinsey, that interest has just deepened a lot more. And as a firm, we fundamentally believe that diversity and inclusion is core to whatever we do, because we've actually done a lot of research on this topic, that only diverse teams can deliver great results for our clients and also, of course, for our firm internally. Mm -hmm. So this is something extremely important. And For me, personally, I have a passion just to make sure everybody feels welcome here and thinks that McKinsey could be a great option for them. Mm. So I'd like to learn a bit more about your role at McKinsey. Tell me, McKinsey is a journey. How do I get a ticket? What <laughs> does it take and what role do you play here? <laughs> Well, what does it take? Well, applying first, just send in your application because there's really nothing uh, nothing to lose. Uh, as you said uh, at the beginning, I have a, a leadership role in our recruiting mm -hmm. functions. So I help our teams around the world uh, set strategy, help them overcome you know any hurdles that they might face in their processes. And then, of course, I also love to interact with candidates myself. That gives me a lot of energy and passion. So you might meet me at an event or you might see me in the interview process if you apply for the Amsterdam office. But yeah, what does it take? As I said, just apply. There's nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. um, and then just spend a little bit of time making sure you have a good CV when you submit it um, and then just prepare a little bit. And McKinsey as a firm is extremely transparent about what we look for. So do study that a little bit. Look on our website. We give pretty much all the information away already what we want from you so just take a bit of time to look at that to be best prepared oh we will talk about the application hmm. in just a minute because i'm having you on the hot seat now <laughs> and we will get the best tips for our listeners but first there's a variety of roles mckinsey is looking for let's say consultants assistants experts recruiters and so on what do they all have in common Well, I think it comes down a little bit to what McKinsey stands for. We all look for people in no matter what role you apply for. And you, you actually, yeah, you set a long list and people always forget about that. How many, you know, different roles we have in all the different areas of our firm. But we are problem solvers. So we, we look for people who are excited to find solutions to problems they face. And then we're looking for great people, people, because actually consulting mm -hmm. is all about people in our firm is all about Uh, people and making sure everybody can be at their best. So people skills are also extremely important for us. So um, on the application uh, process and the submission, 
I'd like to talk with you about recruiting today. And we're going to start at the basics, as you said, just try and apply the application. Which application documents do you have to submit? For sure, a CV. Um, cover letter depends a little bit. Some of our offices, they, they still would like that. Others, um, they don't need it. So again, mm -hmm. have a look, uh, talk to people you might know, look on our website what the requirements are, but for sure a CV. So spend some time to make sure that looks good. Um, I would say one or two pages should be enough. Don't write an essay that's, you know, mm -hmm. five to ten pages long. Uh, use your own formats. I know there are these templates available online, but just think about what is it that the firm is looking for and then just spend time um, sharing more about who you are and uh, what you have achieved so far. That's a good point because what are things I should definitely include in my CV and are there things I should leave out? Mm. So for sure, your education, any work experience. And here we are not just looking, you know, for fancy internships. Also, mm -hmm. if you've had to work to finance your studies or you worked in a in a restaurant or a bar, definitely put that on. We are interested in you as a whole uh, person and not just, you know, specific things. Add your interests as well. That's always very, very nice to see, you know, what else you like to do. What could that be? <laughs> My husband always tells the story. He has a lot of funky interests, but one is ants. So he had put on his CV that he's passionate about ants. And so a large part of his interview went over talking about ants. So can really be anything. Things you don't need to put on. Well, some of these templates, they have like, do you have a driver's license or, you know, your religious affiliation? And you, we don't need to know about mm -hmm. that. So just think about what is job relevant. So it's education, work experience, interests. So uh, you've already said, if I haven't had the opportunity to do a lot of different internships, uh, as I've always had to work to finance my studies, um, uh, is that something um, like that's also considered positive or do only big names? Um, no, in? not at all. We're looking for people who've shown drive, initiatives, who've taken on some leadership roles, but that can have any shape or form. It can be a great internship, but it can also, can also be a, a role in the local community where you've made a difference by mentoring people. It, it really can be anything. I, of course, want to know when I can hear back from you. When can applicants usually expect to hear back? Depends a little bit uh, by the office. Some have uh, deadlines or intake mm -hmm. windows. So then you would get an email that tells you the timeline. And But otherwise, um, if it's kind of year-round recruiting, and within a few days, you would, you would hear back. Great. So let's say I submitted my application documents and convinced you in the first <laughs> step. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. What happens next? Well, you'll have a recruiter guide you through it. And uh, I would always encourage you or anybody applying and being in the process, make sure you have a, you know, you have a recruiter you can ask questions to and mm -hmm. always ask all the questions you need. But then as a next step, you would be invited to play our solve game, which is a problem solving game. Which Interesting. Is, yeah, it's a, it's a really fun game that McKinsey developed um, and that tests your problem solving abilities in a completely different uh, way. Than you can expect. But again, there's a lot of information also on our website where you can get a glimpse into it and get mm -hmm. some tips. So I would just say, you know, go with it, play it and have fun with it, especially. And uh, how does this online game work? Uh, and is there any way to hack and prepare for it? Well, just prepare again by reading the information that's uh, available on our website and then, I guess, mentally prepare, be in a mm -hmm. good space, have, you know, some quiet space somewhere at home. You play it at home, so in your own uh, four walls, mm -hmm. so you know exactly where you sit, you look for something where you're comfortable and then be in good, in a good mind space to, to play it. And how are you assessed in this problem-solving game? And what happens after the online assessment? 
I can't give away the secret sauce of how the game is. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, well, after after you've played the the game, our recruiters uh, they look at your whole holistic application again, what they know about you. They of course look also how you've done in the game, and mm -hmm. then hopefully, um, crossing all my fingers, you will be invited to the interview process. And then you will meet, you know, three, four, five, six colleagues in the interview process. Depends how far you get, depends for what role uh, you apply. So great. I'm already one round further. <laughs> Happy about that and have received an invitation to an interview or interview day. Of course, I'm also a bit nervous now. I'm shaking. <laughs> um, Don't be. <laughs> what happens in a McKinsey interview? Can you outline the different parts? Mm -hmm. So the interview is very much a two-way process, right? And I would uh, encourage anybody who's listening to this to view it that way as well, right? It's mm -hmm. not just about us getting to know you. It's also very much about you getting to know us and seeing whether you could see yourself working at McKinsey. So in the interview process, there's always a part where you can also ask questions. But the two main parts are one, again, about the problem solving, um, which is the case that you would get. And then the second part is about the personal experience interview where we test different types of skills. So we look for, for example, leadership, we look for drive, and we look for personal impact. And again, there's lots of information on our website. We really try to make it extremely simple for candidates. Um, we even share on the website sample questions that you might get for the personal experience interview. So just yeah, take some time to look at that. Well, that's that's a good point because you've mentioned it already, the experience-based interview. And I'd like to know a bit more um, about that. How does something like an, does an interview like that um, work? And um, what do you want to hear from uh, from applicants? Mm -hmm. So, for example, for the inclusive leadership part, we would mm -hmm. ask you, you know, tell me about a time when you had to work hard to um, overcome a challenge that you experienced mm -hmm. working in a diverse team setting. And then we just have a conversation about that. And the interviewer actually guides you pretty deep into that situation or that example. So candidates are asked to think ahead and prepare one of two, one or two examples that they want to discuss with their interviewers and then that they remember that in detail because interviewers will ask, you know, they will dive into that situation, mm -hmm. say, what did you do? What did you think? How did you react? Um, what actions did you take? And so it helps to, to pre-think that a little bit. And what is the best way to prepare for it? Often just maybe also talk to your friends, to your colleagues, to your classmates when you think about, oh, I think that's a good situation maybe, but then they can help you a little bit remember the details. And even also for the case, if you have a, mm -hmm. a friend or a colleague um, who is also going for a consulting interview, maybe practicing cases together can also help because sometimes it's different, right? If you do something on your own or you have somebody else ask you the questions and watch you how you're doing it, it often really helps if you can find somebody who is in a similar situation. But in the interview, you uh, are not only looking for work-related situations, right? Not at all. No, it can be anything. It can be from your student times, can be from work, can be extracurricular activities. Mm -hmm. It just needs to be something that best represents the skills you have now. So, you know, if you're an experienced professional, an experience from, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago is probably not the best, uh, you know, example of how you have leadership skills. Mm -hmm. Um, so typically we always say, you know, it shouldn't be older than like two, three, four years, but you are the best judge to decide what represents your skills in these areas best. Another part of the interview is the problem solving mm -hmm. interview. And there are hundreds of <laughs> myths out there on this one. 
Marie, do I have to calculate how many Smarties <laughs> fit into a Smart? Or how does this interview technique work? Yeah, the, the ping pong balls in the, in the <laughs> airplane, right? That's also those. We don't do these types of, uh, of questions. But it's again, it's a, it's a structured conversation. And anyway, I would advise anybody interviewing, just view it as a nice dialogue, a mm -hmm. nice conversation with somebody. And you're trying to get to know each other. So the case is the same. The interviewer will ask some questions. And it's trying to simulate a little bit what you would experience working here at McKinsey mm -hmm. in a team room when you problem solve a difficult question a client has asked you together. And so the interviewer will guide you through it, will have a discussion with you, will ask you various questions. And yeah, there might be also some calculation in it. Um, it's not, you know, very complicated math computations because yes, we also <laughs> <Logarithmic>. use... Logarithmic. <laughs> no, okay. it should be fairly simple. And if you feel like, oh my God, this is like really complicated, then you might have gone <laughs> down the wrong path. It should be, it's pretty basic stuff, right? Like percentages and stuff like that but it's more what's more important is that people understand what they're calculating mm -hmm. and people candidates know what the numbers actually mean that's a lot more important than the actual ability to calculate because for that of course we also use computers and calculators and everything what's your tip to prepare for it or how did you prepare for it How do I, I, I did look at it a bit, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. That was a long time ago. So the, the resources I used, I'm not sure they are. <laughs> still exist. Uh, they still exist. But, you know, I looked on the websites, of course, of some consulting firms. They have practice cases on it. I think we have seven by now on our website. And then there's some, you know, free resources available. I just want to make it clear, nobody needs to pay for that because mm -hmm. I know there are a lot of paid options as well out there and that's not needed. And again, we really want you all to be successful. We are hiring a lot. Uh, and we, I personally, of course, I'm always biased. I want all the candidates to succeed in the process. But um, that's why we also help everybody a lot. We want to mm -hmm. give you all the information you need so you can be at your best in the interviews. So also when you get invited, we invite you to a coaching session. We connect you to others if you want to. And so um, that should be enough. So um, can you say a bit more about what the firm is doing to ensure the recruiting process is fair and unbiased. Mm, that's a, a big, big topic for us. Diversity inclusion has been on our agenda for a very long time. Last year, we increased it even more when McKinsey um, uh, launched the 10 actions as a mm -hmm. result of the Black Lives Matters. Uh, What are 10 actions? 10 actions to just increase racial representation in our leadership. Um, mm -hmm. And action four, and it's, it's you can find that on our website if you're interested to learn more about it. And action four is all about anti-bias and making sure mm -hmm. all of our processes and not just the recruiting processes are unbiased. So in recruiting, we've done a lot as well. So All of our interviewers, they need to go through an anti-bias training before mm -hmm. they can be um, let loose on the candidates. And then also in all our decision meetings, that's how we call it when the interviewers come together and they discuss uh, you as a case, Philip, because oh you're God. the uh, <laughs> imaginary candidate here, right? And uh, we have an um, inclusion advisor in that committee then as well who watches out for bias and who mm -hmm. makes sure that it's a conversation that really looks at the skills and the performance of a person. So that, yeah, that's something we take extremely seriously. Uh, in one of our previous podcast episodes, we were also talking about Access McKinsey, an initiative supporting colleagues with visible and non-visible disabilities. What kind of accommodations can candidates count on during the interview process? Yeah, 
Um, it's very important to be transparent about that to your recruiter because, of course, there's not a you know one size fits all mm -hmm. a solution because everybody's disability might be slightly different. But mm -hmm. we definitely take care of that. So if you have any needs, you should let your recruiter know, and we'll we'll make sure you get the extra help you need to be at your best. Marie, I could use some last tips from you as a recruiting professional. So. What is the best way for applicants to deal with nervousness in an interview? Do you have any techniques that work well? <laughs> yeah, uh, I one of I told you earlier in our interview that you know candidates can meet me at events mm -hmm. or in interviews, but I also run a monthly coaching session, and that's always I talk then about the case, I talk about the personal experience interview, but also talk about the nerves of the candidates mm -hmm. because indeed. I always say that the brain is just an incredible thing, right? And can be your friend or your enemy, depending how you deal with your nervousness. So it's just, I mean, take a deep breath. Um, some people visualize that, look, I'm discussing with a friend or colleague and they don't mm -hmm. think about it as an interview process. Or maybe you have a little ritual that just makes you uh, feel good. And I'm not sure if I should share my ritual, but it's it's actually a really stupid one. But ever since yeah, <laughs> no, ever since high school, I I would always hum to myself somewhere over the rainbow <laughs> before an exam or an interview. And I, I I frankly I don't know where that comes from or mm -hmm. why that started, but it's just it's there and it always made me feel like I'm ready. You know, this is like the last thing of my preparation, and I like now I'm I'm good to go. <laughs> and so any like people just have little small rituals, right? Like I don't know, like a favorite pen or your favorite mug that you want to have in the virtual interview and just think about how can you be at your best fully present and really um, shine in the interview process before the podcast recording i've heard i'm walking on sunshine that really <laughs> helped me to calm me down um, so we've walked over <laughs> over rainbows and sunshine great good. <laughs> um what cat ap uh, questions can applica applicants ask at the end of the interview Do you have anything um, here? Anything. I mean, again, it's it's not just us getting to know you. It's mm -hmm. also you getting to know us. And, and that's a pretty big decision, right, to mm -hmm. think about uh, where to start your career or where to continue your career, mm -hmm. even though, of course, I'm very biased and McKinsey's <laughs> a great place. You can't go wrong because you'll just learn so much that no, no matter what happens after, uh, you, you, you will have taken a lot away from it. But so ask about people's experience and that's different person to person so even if you think oh I know McKinsey already I have friends mm -hmm. or I've been to events ask them about I don't know what training they enjoyed most or what study they really liked or what has surprised them or what they don't like so just ask any question that that's on your mind and that will make you get to know us better and is there anything you wish you'd had known before applying hmm <laughs> good question <laughs> I have to admit, I applied because I didn't know what I wanted to do. <laughs> and so I thought, oh, McKinsey is a great option because it leaves me a lot of uh, opportunities mm -hmm. and opens me a lot of doors, which has absolutely come true. I don't think I fully appreciated the speed of the learning curve at the beginning, which is not, it's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, don't think I expected it to be so incredibly rich and also like with across such a large spectrum, right? Not just the problem solving skills, but also like, discovering yourself as a person understanding yourself better who you are what type of leader you are and i don't think i fully appreciated that before working for mckinsey is not a nine-to-five job and it can be very challenging at times why should someone still apply in your opinion 
if you are excited to help our clients solve their toughest problems um, and you are excited and enthusiastic about uh, creating positive, enduring change in the world, and if you want to grow and develop like nowhere else, then I think it is really a great place. I really like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> so um, our podcast is slowly coming to an end. And um, in the Ask Me Anything part, I'd like to play um, Fill the Gaps with you. Um, here is how it will work. Uh, I will read you the beginning of a sentence and then you need to end the sentence. Quite simple. I have five questions prepared for you. Try not to think too much um, about the answer and reply as quickly as possible. Are you ready, Marie? <laughs> Probably as ready as I can be. Okay, so... <laughs> My favorite sentence at McKinsey is... Make your own McKinsey. Let's say, hypothetically, you have one day in Amsterdam. You should definitely check out... The Museum's Plein and the Canals. Okay, gonna do that tonight, <laughs> <laughs> this afternoon. I was very surprised when I started at McKinsey to find out that... Oh. <laughs> surprised that... There was a river going through the building in Munich. What? Yeah, that was the old McKinsey building in Munich. <laughs> I'm sure that's the answer you were looking for. Okay. <laughs> Probably that's the reason why they have a new building now or they had to move yeah. because of the river. No, no, no it, was, <laughs> it was part of them. It was actually architecturally quite nice. Okay. Um, you are German and now partu partially Dutch, um, but your favorite national cuisine is... Italian. Of course. Oh. <laughs> Which dish? Pasta. <laughs> And my favorite podcast, of course, apart from McKinsey Recruiting. It's is. no, Philip, uh, <laughs> Philip's podcast. You should listen to all of them because they're awesome. Okay, good. I'll take that answer. <laughs> Thank you for the game. Thanks, Philip. So that's it for our Ask Me Anything section. But I would like to ask one final roundup question. We at McKinsey know the classic McKinsey technique of top-down communication, where you sum up the key message of what you want to say, preferably at the beginning of a presentation or um, at a paper. So my final question to you, Marie, is what is it that you would like our listeners to get out of our podcast episode today? That they should apply because there's nothing to lose if you're looking for a career where you will be intellectually challenged and developed. It's a great choice. And then just take the, the application and the interview process one step at a time. Read what's available. Prepare well. And I'm sure we're going to see each other at McKinsey. Great. So this is it, Marie. Thanks for inviting me to Amsterdam. Uh, it was super interesting to learn more about um, the recruiting and the recruiting process and your role. Thanks for being a guest on our show. Thank you, Philip, for inviting me. Thanks for listening. To learn more about our diversity recruiting efforts, how to apply and tons of other information, check out mckinsey.com careers. <laughs> <laughs>